What's going on, you guys? The Throne Podcast. We are back, uh, pre-recorded for you <laughs> this week, uh, episode 115. I'm joined by a very, very special guest, Shalana, a uh, host of the Magical Negro Podcast. What's going on, bro? <laughs> I'm good. What's good, JC? I'm chilling, man. Chilling here. Um, you know, same old shit. Um, now, just off the air. Uh, we were talking a little bit about your show. Uh, for anyone like who has never heard of your show before, if you wanted to give them like a basic rundown, an idea, like basically like a product pitch, like why? W- give me some of the spark notes for your show. All right, off rip. You probably all heard the name Magical Negro, and that's like, oh shit, what the fuck? Right? Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty but, explicit name. Yeah, but the name itself comes from a, a term that Spike Lee coined a few years ago about certain type of genre movies, for example. I don't know if you have seen the, you've seen the Green Mile or mm-hmm. any other movie where it's like the Green Book or depending on that type of movie like the what was that one movie called with Sandra Bullock? Uh, the Blind Side. The Blind Side, yeah. Okay. So what it is is um, it's a term used to describe certain black people. So but the thing is, these black people are just never normal people. They're always something special, extraordinary, and they get the stories about them. But like regular Nick. Regular black people don't usually <laughs> regular black people don't usually get stories told about everyday life, like coming of age stories or whatever. Like you have to be super extraordinary, almost magical to actually have a story about you. So I decided to name the podcast that because I have a YouTube channel and on the YouTube channel, when it comes to movie reviews and breakdowns, there really isn't a lot of black people doing that. So I thought it would be a cool meshing of an extension of my YouTube videos because for the most part on YouTube, you know, demonetization, there's certain shit you can't talk about. Right. So for me to get deeper into some of the movies and TV shows I get into, I needed a space where it was safe to say whatever you want and talk how you normally talk to your friends or whatever. So that I created the Magical Negro podcast and every week we have, whether it's the Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country, um, X-Men, whatever movie, Marvel, whatever it is, we really jump into it and you can talk legit how you want to talk and break down shit that you can't see on YouTube because once yeah. you cross a certain line, YouTube takes that shit down. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I guess I don't have, I don't have like the majority of my viewership comes from audio. So yeah. when I when I do upload the full episodes to YouTube, I haven't had any problems monetizing, but I don't really make too much guap off of YouTube to begin with. I mean, just look at the views. <laughs> I make shit off that. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's funny, man. I didn't even know that it was separate. I thought it was um, the same show, but you just put it on YouTube. So you actually had a show that you started on YouTube that eventually got to the point where you felt like you were being censored or like they were yeah, like the not paying you for certain shit because you were saying words or, or shit you weren't yeah, supposed for, to say for the most part like if for example my most viewed youtube video has four hundred thousand views right damn but the thing snapping is snapping out here though yeah yeah right but you think guess how much i got paid for it uh i have no idea uh, $50. i mean dollars fifty dollars well so you're telling me that if you have an eight hundred thousand view video you're only getting eighty dollars but the thing is, like, I have videos with less views than that that made more money than it. But the oh. thing is, that show was called End of the Fucking World, right? Oh, that's a great title, show. Yeah. yeah, but because of the title, my shit got demonetized. Or because of I said the, because I said fucking one time in the video, my whole shit got demonetized. Is that bad? Ads. Yeah. Fuck, I man. Have, I have videos with, like, 50, 50K views that have, like, two $300. And I have my most viewed video... 50 bucks that's fucking terrible man yeah um, right 
it makes it hard to to become a full time YouTuber. I'm thinking of some of the people that I watch and the views that they get, and they curse and shit like that. I wonder if they're making around the same off of it. No, definitely not. Cause I, cause if I didn't see it for myself, cause I'm thinking. I'm about to get paid off this video because I've seen some of my lesser viewed videos. I've gotten two, three hundred dollars per video, and those videos, some of them, some of, one of them has like hundred k, and that shit's like four hundred dollars, right? So when I see this shit going to four hundred k, I'm like, bro, I'm about to get paid, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, the shit comes up, and I made fifty dollars. Man, I, you gotta. I, I would love to figure out how to monetize um, the show. That's something that I, I it's really eluded me to this point. I've I've had a couple sponsorships here and there, but nothing anything like that's been long term, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and I think a little bit of it too is the way I've done the show is trying to get guests on on a consistent basis. That's the hardest part of the show, man. I don't mind recording, I don't mind editing, uploading, uh doing all that stuff um is cool. It's like booking someone every week is really the hard yeah, part. I can I can imagine like go, getting people Finding the person first, yeah, and getting the person to commit. Then the day of, if the person shows up, oh yeah, that's yeah. three steps. Are and doing it out of my house too. So trusting a, someone I met once or twice with my house, <laughs> you know, um, right? And, but you know what helped was being in a band because uh, I'm a drummer for a band, so we oh, gigged a lot. Um, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Tampa, Fort Myers. Uh, obviously, oh, out of town, it was hard to get someone to come down here. But yeah. um, in town, that I, I networked a lot at live shows, and that's how I met most of my guests. Like, the original idea of the show was I needed another platform to promote my band because it's, like, right. it's hard enough to get airplay as a musician. Then now we're a metal band. There's no metal stations or anything like at that all. in South Florida. <laughs> the only one that was left was 93 Rock that went out in like 2008 or some shit like that. Like it's Jesus. been gone. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I give my band another platform and then all the bands that I fuck with, like my, the, we all became buddies. It's like a big like fraternity or like brotherhood right. of bands almost because we all play together every couple weeks. Uh, I was like, I could interview them and give them a platform and da da da. And then um, eventually I ran out of people that I knew. I ran out of my, my homie <laughs> bands. So I had to expand right. out of metal bands only to start doing all, all kinds of artists. I've had fashion designers, photographers, graphic designers, singers, um, like just anything, any kind of artist, uh, you know, YouTubers, like different kind of like shit. A platform for creators almost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and like, it's because I ran out of guests. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to expand my criteria a bit. Like right. I, I just had Marcelo on and uh, he is more into fashion and shit. So that's kind of what that episode was about. Yeah, but, I, I just I just hit him up the other day for shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's his thing is reselling <laughs> shoes. And that's yeah. never I've always been kind of like a no, no with that. Like As far as like I've never I feel like it's kind of fucking up the culture. But that's why I had him on the show. I, I felt like it was an interesting conversation to have. Uh, and Aaron was on there, too. Um, I, and Aaron's trying to uh, start DJ? his own fashion brand right now. He's a oh, DJ he's as well. Too? Yeah, man. He's really into that, man. Custom pieces. He actually oh, gave shit. me a hoodie. Um, I've worn it a couple times that it's a one of one. It's like a sample hoodie that is one of his designs, man. And it's really cool. Oh, uh, Aaron's definitely doing his thing. Um, so definitely look out for that. But I had him on the show, get some input there. And, uh, recently, I don't know, man. Um, I thought it would be a good talk to have with all this crazy Warren Lotus shit going on. I don't know if you know about that, but, uh, yeah, th this fashion designer named Warren Lotus dropped some dunks that look exactly like the pigeon dunks from like. 
two thousand, like the early two thousands, mid two thousands. Oh, so almost like he's plagiarizing. Yeah, but all he did was change the the Nike swoosh, and he put like a Jason mask on it or some shit. It's like his logo <laughs> or whatever, right? And right. so Nike sued the fuck out of him. <laughs> so I would, I would too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that th- he's been doing it for a little bit, so I think they were letting him get away with it, let him rack up some some guap, so that when they actually throw Sweet. the hammer on him, they got some money to take. Because if you yeah, get him right. on the first one, you haven't even let the man make money yet. Right. Uh, so we, we talked about that and a couple other things, but um, your show, the one on YouTube that you originally started, it, it just revolves right. around you like critiquing movies and TV shows. Yeah, what it is, is it's critiquing movies, TV shows, anime, and not just critiquing, but also deep diving into the hidden meaning of certain movies. Like, for example, depending on I'm working on something on Attack on Titan. I don't know if you watch it. I've seen the first season. It's and I anime. read a little bit of the manga past the first season, like yeah. after they find out the Titans are in the wall and shit, but I just, I couldn't yeah. keep up every week. But like, as off rip, if you see something like that, or you watch a Marvel movie or whatever, you see that action or whatever, but like deep, deeper behind the meaning of just critiquing it, was it good or bad? Because you, you tell if it's good or bad or whatever, but like usually all those movies have an underlying message or layer behind it, or like a deeper meaning to the point of the plot. It's right. not just I, I'm fighting aliens or I'm fighting Titans. It, t- it talks about um, Attack on Titans, for example, is a case study of oppression and the people in power manipulating the poor and how that reverberates throughout history. So I dive in deeper into those more so than just the critique. Like I'll critique it like, yeah, this was trash, but or this was good. But deeper than that, I, I really want to get to the message because I've always loved stories. So like when I watch things like, I never take what I'm watching at face value because to me, the worst type of movie or TV show, whatever, anime is something that's just visual noise. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I know what you're like, saying. It's like a bunch of, like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Right. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Like, shit just happens for no reason. I'm yeah, like, bro, just like, I just for the, two hours of my life. For the pure of action of it. Like, you know, the yeah. Transformer shit, stuff like that. Actually, now, don't get me wrong. Like, I have my moments where I sit my ass down and I'll watch it. Like I'll, I'll watch Transformers or Fast and the Furious. Yeah, of course. Fuck out, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, we just turn our but brain I, I off can't and do that every day. No, exactly. Yeah, I definitely yeah, like exactly. some substance. Exactly. Um, give me one sec because I, I don't want my interface to die. Let me grab a a, a, a charger for it real quick. Um, I'm just gonna turn my camera off, all but right. I'm not gonna stop recording. I'll just be right back. My bad, bro. All right. Forgot to charge. This That's shit. all good. It's all good. All right. Okay. Sorry about that. I just had to just had to make sure because I have a a little interface here that runs on batteries, and uh, 
Uh, I forgot to charge the batteries, but uh, I can plug it into the wall, so that's what I went ahead and did. I've, I always remember to fucking charge them, but today I was... It was one of those days, dude. It was just one of those days. Now, tr- trust me. I've, I've been up since four. <sighs> For real? Why? Why you been up since then? Can I ask you that? Um, because, that a- it's th- because it's Thanksgiving, right? I got uh, all my clients, all because I do transportation as my day job, uh-huh. and Thursday, Friday, all those facilities I go to are closed, so they're... they're uploading all their trips to the first three days of the week oh man oh man so you're just busy at work busy busy i hear you all right so what you were just talking about substance versus um you know just visual noise uh when it comes to having a review like let's say the hottest movie like you know whatever the hottest movie is you know it's going to get you some views that you know is just one of those visual noise movies how do you tackle that without being redundant and saying the same shit like all right guys action scene was cool no story substance like how do you stretch that out to a 10 15 minute <laughs> video all right so what, what happens with that that's a, that's an interesting thing because when i first started doing youtube um i started doing critiques like regular reviews of avengers whatever right mm-hmm. and it gets it gets repetitive it's it's formulaic and it gets repetitive at the same time you're also dealing with thousands if not millions of people around the world critiquing adventures right like <laughs> prime, prime, prime example i did a video on infinity war and i did my review on infinity war and granted at the time i'm, I'm not big by any stretch i have like 12k subs right right i'm not big by any stretch but like at that time i had shit like two 2k and i did a review on infinity war but if you imagine like if i have if i have a critique but then you have watch mojo ign right or you have some bigger youtubers like jeremy johns or like at that time like everybody was in avengers like shit even abc news had a fucking video on avengers because everyone's tapping into that yeah so my video got like 10 views right of course and i'm like bro this is terrible i can't i can't keep doing this shit right yeah but, but then um i don't know if you remember in avengers uh in infinity war the hulk got his ass with by thanos in the beginning and throughout the movie, like he was trying to come out, like Bruce Banner wanted him to come out, but he never came out. Right. But the thing is, I watch him. I read comic books. So like in, in the comics, there's like the Hulk and Banner have this little thing where they go back and forth and it's like a Jacqueline Hyde control over the body scenario. So I, make, I made a video explaining why the Hulk was so resistant to coming out in the movie. Mind you, this was a few days after the movie. My first video got like 10, 20 views. This video, I did the video, I uploaded it, went to bed. I woke up the next morning, that shit was at 10K, right? Damn. I'm like, like, oh shit. So I'm watching it throughout the day. It's rising, it's rising. Next day, 50K. So by by the third day, it got to 90K, right? And I'm sitting here like, huh. And at that point, I'm like, okay. So... For me not to be redundant, I have to tackle certain things that other people aren't tackling. Because, like, we if you go see Avengers Infinity War, like, it's, it's only two things. You liked it or you hated it, right? <laughs> and right. when you have thousands, if not millions of people who have access to a phone, a camera can jump on there and be like, I like this movie because Thanos was cool, X, Y, Z. Like, how? Like, it gets redundant. You as a person who's looking for more feedback or let's say you're into the fan base or the fandom of Avengers, 
you're, you're looking for Avengers video, you watch this one review. Oh, it was so cool. This happened, this happened. You watch another video. Oh, so cool. This happened, this happened, right? It gets to the point where it's like, all right, the fan base is looking for more. They, they need more content in the things they're looking for. So I try to provide certain things. I, look, I watch the movie. I'll see something that's, huh, that's interesting. And I'll, expect, I'll make a video and expand on it. And it, be, it becomes that much better because it's not just, the same redundancy or oh, this was a cool action sequence or whatever. And I, I lean into um, my knowledge of comic books. I lean into the fact that I took sociology in college and I got a political science degree. So I look at it from a different, a different angle and I'm able to present different things, like whether it's Avengers, whether it's um, 13 Reasons Why on Netflix or Castlevania or whatever, right? I hate that fucking show, by the way, 13 Reasons Why. I hate that show. But for some reason, that, <laughs> sh- that shit is super popular. Yeah. But the thing is, like, that was another video I, I got a lot of views out of. I deleted it, but I got a lot of views out of it. But I got demonetized because, you know, the show's about suicide. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, bro, like, I can't. So now I can't cover certain topics and I can't really dive into certain things. And I'm like, this is, this is restricting. But yeah, of course. Always adding a layer. And now I don't get redundant in the sense that every, um, every movie has something that it's special for that movie. So I, I lean into that, um, whether it's the history of violence in a certain region, that's why this movie is so popular or the, the ramifications of what that could mean for society, like different shit for different movies. And I'm able to keep continuing doing so. Well, let me ask, have you done anything on Watchmen? Cause I see that poster back there. And of course, um, have you done anything on Watchmen? The movie, no, but the TV show, yes. No, fuck the TV show. <laughs> Listen, but, I I just like I watched uh, Watchmen in theaters when it first originally came me, out, but I didn't too. know what it was, and yeah. I was pretty young. I'm only 24, so 2008, I was uh 12. I was 12, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I didn't I really. Ni- shit, I was 19. Yeah, I was 18 or 19. 18 or 19. I was 12. I'd never heard what Watchmen was. A friend of mine was going with like a group of friends and I'm like, sure, I'll go, whatever. And uh, so I didn't really get it too much then. It was long as fuck. I thought it was kind of boring. And then recently, uh, The Boys came out. Yeah. And The Boys on Amazon Prime, I've been like obsessed with that show to the point where it made me go and read the comics. I already, I finished all 72 issues of The Boys in like three weeks. I went and bought all the omnibuses. Like I did it like old school style. I went to Tate's. Nice. You know what I mean, dude? <laughs> so um, I've been really into that. And then from there, I went to Watchmen because I'm like, Watchmen is always, you know, per, you know, critically acclaimed as one of the best graphic novels, this and that. So you I don't know why. Yeah, I, I bought it before I even finished The Boys. I'm like, this is what I'm going to read next. So I, I finally finished The Boys and I read Watchmen and it was fucking phenomenal. Like, I loved it. Uh, and then I went to watch the movie. I've, I've watched the movie and the director's cut, probably like... The director's cut. Bro, that shit is like... With the, with the Tales of the Black the Freighter and stuff? Yeah, in between. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the animation? I, I bought it on Amazon Prime. I must have watched it in the last three weeks or four weeks, probably like three times. It's like a three and a half hour long movie. So for me to sit through no, it no, three I times. I, I, I watch it once a year. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. So <laughs> if you ever want to tackle that comic or movie or do a comparison, whatever you want to do, I would love to be a part of that because I'm obsessed with, with Watchmen. I'll- and I just finished Doomsday Clock not too long ago either. I bought um all 12 issues uh, of that have you read doomsday clock yet the issues yeah oh man come on dude that yes. shit was fucking awesome i was talking with oh, victor no, about it a little definitely. bit yeah uh, yeah uh 
we could talk about it, right? You read it, so we could spoil. Yeah, some yeah, shit, yeah. Right? We could, we could definitely talk about it. Uh, okay. We could do yeah. a little mini episode yeah, right nah, now. I, shit. <laughs> nah, I, I love Doomsday Clock because um, I don't think you can see it. Can you? But there's a Superman poster at the end of my I, thing, right? I there. think I can see it a little bit. Like it's half cut off. Yeah, and I have a Superman figure over here. So like, Superman is my guy. Okay. Right. So the fact that I like it was Batman him, better. But that's me. I mean, I got what's Batman? Batman's over here. Okay, okay, respect. <laughs> ben Affleck, my, 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 my Batman figurine over here. Okay, okay, facts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, because I'm a I'm a big DC guy, right? Yeah, me too, man. Because I know Marvel gets all the hot shit out. People love Marvel books and the movies, but whatever. Like, I'm a DC guy. Like, I remember when I was yeah. seven years. What's this happening? No, I forgot how old I was, but it was a Friday night when the WB back then, when TV was the the hottest shit. And <laughs> the Justice League Unlimited, but before that, it was oh Superman, man, the, the Superman the animated series came out. Oh at yeah, 7 p.m. a Friday night, right? Oh man, and I see that, that was the first time I, I think I was like seven, eight. The first time I ever seen the character just take off and fly, right? And my as a kid, my jaw dropped. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you like you didn't know they could do that shit, yeah, right? So yeah. Then I, ever since then, I became a big DC fan. That's awesome. At, so when Watchmen came out, right, I, we're going to get to Doomsday Clock. I just want to do a little back. Yeah, of course, of course. No, of course. We got so an hour. When Watchmen came out, I was like, huh, from the creative 300. I love 300. Fuck it. I'm going to go, right? And that was the same year Batman came out. I've seen some other X-Men, was our, X-Men had come out before. Um, all these other um, Mark Blade and Superman Returns, all these other movies came out, right? So I have a pretty generic understanding of superhero movies. So I go there and I'm like fuck is happening here like there's no powers there's no bad guy to save the heroes are fucked up and damaged right yeah and it's a critique on society at the time i didn't know i just like what what am i what's happening so i decided to go look in the watchman then i go to this comic book store called villains pick up the book and i'm like this is this is my it's like my world opened up right <laughs> and i'm like okay so now i fuck with i fuck with watchmen and for a long time, there was no follow-up because, you know, Alan Moore, he doesn't like people fucking with Watchmen. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was surprised. You know, uh, before you even get into that, I was surprised. Yeah. But uh, was that the first comic you read? No, no, no. I've read, I've read, um, I used to read Teen Titans. I used to read oh, Justice okay, in okay, America. Okay. I used to read Incredible Hulk. But like, it, like, those comics were never like adult-oriented. It was always superheroes no. fighting Lex Luthor or Joker yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? Basic stuff. Well, granted, yeah. there was... um. Uh, Killing Joke, but I think Alan Moore did that too, didn't he? Yes, but I didn't read Killing Joke because I'm I'm not a big fan of Joker, right? What? <laughs> I, I, yeah. You're a DC fan, but you don't <laughs> I, like I'm the not, Joker? I, I'm I don't like the Joker. That's crazy to me. Can you explain why? Yeah, Before right? you even a, go back into the story, can you explain um, why? Okay, we can. I can. I can talk about the Joker for a bit. My thing with Joker is, um, I. At first, I was like, okay, he's he's crazy. I'm not a fan of crazy, right? Okay. But like, I know he had, I know he has a purpose behind them. But then, I and then he had this whole thing like he's not afraid of death. He's gonna push everything. Like he's this maniacal lunatic. But then I read this book called this um this trade paperback called Batman No Man's Land, and during that story arc, Gotham got fucked up. Criminals were taking different sectors, and then Joker was doing his Joker shit. And he, you know he always lives how he lives. Then Lex Luthor showed up. And they had a little confrontation. And Lex pulled out a gun on him. And I don't know if it was the writer that fucked it up, but like the Joker was like, he, Lex threatened him. He, he backed down and said, my bad. 
and left Gotham until the end of the story. I'm like, yeah, I got to see who wrote that. That sounds awful. Yeah, I'm like, Joker's a bitch. <laughs> no, I, like, I thought I don't know. I never I never read that arc. Yeah, ba- Batman No Man's Land. Lex pulled out a gun on him and threatened him, and he's like, you know, Batman won't kill me, but I know you will, so I'll stop. So I'm like. Okay, so he's a so he knows Batman won't kill. So it, it's kind of fucked up the image that's, of the Joker in my head. Man, that is kind so of like, right, that so sounds like is shitty he writing, of death, though. Or is he just scared of like he knows Batman's not that could have been so that like, Earth it, it though? Because you know they have the multiverse huh? now. Because I'm just reading uh, Dark uh, Dark Knight's Metal. Uh, metal, the, yeah. The the Batman who laughs and and all that shit, like where it's all. I like the, Batman who laughs. I well, like Batman who laughs. Well, I didn't know that it was a whole fucking like justice league of evil batman that it was like there, there's a green lantern oh, yeah. batman there's a flash batman there's a cyborg batman a doomsday batman yeah, yeah i was like what the fuck so uh and then the fact that i haven't finished this so don't say don't say nothing about that but um the okay. fact that uh the batman who laughs is like half joker half batman in a way i don't know man i just always i've liked the dynamic that joker had with batman like batman has some dope villains but Joker has always been like fucking the, the guy for you. The guy yeah. for Batman has always been Raz Al Ghul. I find him boring. It's like oh the, the evil the, genie the, sword the, nigga. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, dude. What, what, he's like Middle Eastern or something. Like I yeah. don't get it, man. His daughter's hot. I, that's about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my really race. My, my favorite villain ever is Lex Luthor. Really, Baldy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. So, so like, Lex so you can is, see my taste in villains. Like, I love Lex. I, I like the, the villains who are more cerebral, but, like, not, like, uh, in in the action, for example. Right? Lex is, Lex is, like, he's so basic. He just hates Superman. <laughs> he just doesn't like him. He just is like, I'm just going to do whatever Superman wouldn't want me to do. <laughs> That's basically what he does. <laughs> And then he's got these fucking suits. Again, like I told you, my first foray into superheroes was Superman the Animated Series. So, like, he was the first villain I ever seen. See, for me, Cerebral, like, I like it to, to, I want to take it to its, like, extreme level of, like, thoughtfulness. That's why I love Dr. Manhattan, bro. Like, Dr. Manhattan is that boy. That's why I'm so conflicted. Like, I love Doomsday Clock, but I'm conflicted on the ending. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, with the little boy? Okay. And And the whole point of the comic, really, because if, correct me if I'm wrong, this is what I've gotten, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the whole point of Watchmen, like what you said uh, earlier, it was Alan Moore kind of commentating on society, but it was also a commentary on the the comic book genre as a whole. I think around that time it was getting kind of stale. Um, Yeah, it was the whole pow and and the the bullshit, yeah, with the bat repetition. It wasn't real. It wasn't real. And so I think what he did his work not only was it a great commentary society that is it still holds very true to this day like it's insane how accurate it is i mean i'm reading some of this shit and i'm like the nuclear war stuff and the the weird presidential stuff going on behind the scenes like nixon elected for the third term and stuff and we're seeing what's going on now with the election fraud shit like it's totally shit that could happen political science so it was like it was all real for me yeah it was i love historical fiction let's put it that way yeah yeah yeah, me too me too so when you and that's that's why i love tarantino movies and that's why uh i loved uh uh what's that movie uh fuck uh 
with Adam Sandler and The Weeknd, uh, uh, Jules in it. Um, Uncut I'm Gems. Cut, cut, yeah. Where like it's all like based on the real shit. It's really Kevin Garnett playing himself, and like yeah. there were really these Boston games and, at the time. And it was the finals, yeah. Yeah, like it was. Playoffs, well, yeah. It was a playoff series, yeah. Um, but I love shit like that. So at the time, you have Alan Moore who's commentating on kind of taking a, a jab, a shot at the at the superhero genre at the time. Yeah, changing it up, and now obviously he's had a great effect because a lot comic books are a lot more adult and theme now more often than they were before. Yes, but now you take. Um, Jeff Johns, this new dude uh, who's writing um, Doomsday Clock. That, uh, uh, he got he got his film from Green Lantern, but yeah, writing Doomsday Clock. Uh, well, I'm yeah, I, I know it was new, but he's new to me. Like this is the first yeah, comic yeah, yeah. I've read written by him. Um, and then he basically, if you if you read to the end, it's kind of like the Watchmen universe was doomed because they never had a Superman. Yeah, and but I'm like, but bruh, like the the whole point was to take a jab at that whole genre. And now you're gonna say they're flawed because they didn't have this fucking do, ex machina ass superhero who can do whatever he wants and, and give you hope. Here's my thing, like let's even though Manhattan shits on Superman, I'm telling if they they fucking totally cucked us on that fight. Blue Ball's oh, yeah, like a he's... motherfucker, dog. I, the, the whole comic <laughs> they were setting up those two fuckers to fight. And then at the end, they're like, nah, I was nah, hoping because nah, Matt, Matt had kept seeing the vision, right? Yeah, and he's like, I don't know what happens next. I don't know what happens yeah. next. And he was punching somebody behind him the whole time, dude. Like, they totally blue balled me. My, my thing is, uh, we can jump into Jeff Johns for a second. Right? Okay, you know more Jeff about Johns him. Jeff Johns is the antithesis of Alan Moore. So like, why they gave him his property? Because my, my thing with Jeff Johns, because Jeff Johns came, he has... Um, he has this fascination with the era of superheroes. They call it the Silver Age. That's when the, the kapow and all the bullshit was happening. And for example, um, I don't like Jeff Johns off it, right? I'm going I'm to lay it off because um, when he started, when I started following him was around 03, 04. He, start, he started off small. They, they gave him the Green Lantern, for example. I know you've heard of Hal Jordan, Barry Allen, right? Yeah. Them niggas, them dudes are dead. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Them niggas were dead for decades. Like we're talking about Crisis on Earth for Barry. Um, how died at a final night in the nineties. Um, a few other characters died throughout the years and they were gone. So when I was growing up on comic books, um, for example, um, Jason Todd, what, there was no Red Hood, there was no Damien, there was Batman, Nightwing, and Robin, and Tim Drake was Robin. So then you have Wally West who became the Flash, and then you had um. Cal Rayner, who became Green Lantern. And now you have these new stories that people are, like people my age and stuff have grown up for people who were born in the 80s and beyond. Like they want to call it millennials or whatever. We had our own set of superheroes and Jeff Johns had his own that he grew up with, the Barry Allens, the Silver Age guys or whatever. And that whole era that Alan Moore is critiquing. So when he came back, like, I'm not going to say he's a terrible writer because he, he's, he's pretty good at, the, sto the stories are good, but he he does the thing where he reinstills that old 70s and early 80s happy go lucky feel so when he got watchmen and he totally like you said cut the whole meaning behind watchmen like he he gave superman in their universe and said like you said the universe is doomed because there was no superman and, and all of doomsday clock is the DC multiverse revolves around Superman. Like, if you don't have a Superman, you don't have a universe. And I'm sitting here like, right. and what, what Superman represents was, and why I like him is hope. And at the end of the day, there's always going to be hope. But at the same time, we, you can tell stories that don't necessarily have hope in them. 
like you don't need Superman to make a good comic book, but he took everything. Like he, Superman saved the day. Like he, he made Batman and Rorschach have a little thing together. And it's like, like you ruined the essence of Watchmen by doing that, by essentially eliminating Dr. Manhattan and instilling Superman as the beacon of the Watchmen universe. Right. Okay. So I, I thought I was alone in that thought because I enjoyed reading it. But when I got to the end of it and I started going over what happened and, you know what I'm saying, like in my head, I'm like, the whole point of Watchmen was to kind of take a jab at the comic book genre as a whole. Yeah, like shit doesn't, shit's not sweet. It doesn't end happily all the time. Right. And then, it, you know, Doomsday Clock comes along and, and all I wanted when I finished Watchmen was, God damn it, what happens next? Do they find Rorschach's <laughs> journal? Do they, right. like, what happens? So I can't imagine someone who was a big fan of 85 back in the day to finally hear, yo, Watchmen's getting a fucking sequel. To me, I look up, what happens after Watchmen? And it just so happens at the end of last year, Doomsday Clock wrapped up. So I'm like, right. oh, perfect. Oh, They're shit, coming right? out with the, <laughs> and the hardcovers were already out and everything. I was like, I'll just yeah. buy those. Um, and then at the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, I guess, like, they're, they're going to maybe start using the Watchmen characters a bit more. Like, Rorschach is back, I guess, you know? Some, some, yeah. Like, I, I, at first I was like, okay, Rorschach is back? What? And then there's a black guy. And I was like, okay, so it's a different guy. And then it ends up being the counselor's son. And I thought it was cool, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it was, but. You know, I don't know. I kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I didn't like Doomsday Clock as much as I thought I did. I was just hyped that Watchmen was getting a sequel. And if you notice in Doomsday Clock, when Manhattan kept going through time, like he was reinstalling certain superheroes. I thought that shit was kind of cool. When he was like society coming back, pushing the lantern and then the whole ripple effect if he pushes the lantern or if he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. That that was cool. But then again, it's it's, it's just, it's, it's, is Jeff Jones doing the thing he does? Like he's reinstating old classic 1940. Yeah, he brought everyone back, right? Like yeah. everyone's back in the DC universe. Like yes. I haven't been reading New 52, and that, like I never kept up. Like I said, I didn't start reading comics till the boys. So, yeah. um, is that like how big of a deal is that? Like for the DC universe, it's it's huge right now because um, what happened was back in '86, right after Watchmen wrapped up his thing right they did this thing called um crisis on infinite earths mm-hmm. and essentially they erased the entire multiverse and brought everybody to one universe and certain characters that are too happy-go-lucky cap erased 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 so they could have a more gritty and more realistic approach to the universe so this was in the late 80s you said 86 yeah, late 86 and okay. from 86 up until 2006 when joff jones wrote infinite crisis he brought back the multiverse. So he started bringing back old characters and old characters. And now we're, and now with a doomsday clock and the, the new 52 went and they, they tried to erase everything he did again, right? Yeah, I remember like people didn't really like new 52. Can you explain that a little bit to me? Like what was new 52? Was it like a revamp of the whole DC yes. genre? Okay, so what happened with new 52 is um, the superheroes, but at that time it happened in 2011. Back in the yeah, Superman, I remember Superman. Injustice had just come out and all the costumes were in the game and shit. Yeah, <laughs> so 2011 exactly. sounds right. Yeah. 2011, yeah. So what happened was they erased all the history of the comics. So they're like, in the okay. comic, how did they do it? What did they do to erase the history of it? You ever heard of Flashpoint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he goes back in time and Batman yeah. is the dad and the mom is the Joker yeah. and shit. So yeah, at the, at the end of Flashpoint, when he goes back to the future, the entire universe has been changed to the new 52. 
Oh. And so because he saved his parents, you're saying? Yeah, because he saved his mom. And then it, the ripple effect of Batman's dad, Bruce Wayne died. So when he went back and let his mom die this time, he went back to the future. Things changed. Batman was younger. Superman was younger. Wonder Woman was younger. Oh. So essentially, he erased all the years of everything that's happened. So now they're starting off as fresh superheroes. And people didn't like that because, for example, um, all the history that they've grown to love through all the years, none of it mattered. It was all gone. Mm. And people were like, ah. and now the characters act different. Like, for example, Superman was more edgy. Hmm. Him and Wonder Woman were a thing. Oh. Um, yeah, Wonder Woman used to be made of clay, but now she's the actual daughter of Zeus. Like, a whole mm. bunch of different shit happened. Um, Wally West was black now, right? And the, the <laughs> Wally West... That, yeah, the, the Wally West we knew just doesn't exist. Uh, that's weird. What happened to the black uh, uh, Green Lantern? Uh, John, right? John something. John Stewart, yeah. Um, what happened I liked was, him, dude. I don't know. I, he had liked, a deep I voice. He was the one who was supposed to replace Hal Jordan. But again, Jeff Jones brought Hal Jordan in, so he kind of pushed all the Green Lanterns aside. So people were like, this is not the, the superheroes we know and love. Like, this is these new characters they, they they're acting different because they're now younger they're like 25 years old right so imagine a 25 year old superman in 2012 like he's fighting mma and using his powers to whoop niggas for money right <laughs> <laughs> see like that's i grew up on justice league like the, the show justice league i think it was yeah. justice league unlimited and stuff so you know well, the classic yeah oh it was fucking awesome and then the batman animated series stuff like that like i yeah. was never super into the comics but i had a decent understanding of some of the stuff uh batman beyond i fucking loved that, I had shit, the, was, that shit was great the yeah. n64 game and shit like i was <laughs> super on that shit but okay so new 52 they kind of erased everything and and kind of wanted to start fresh and then the fans weren't digging that yeah so now they started um then they, they went to doomsday clock and they went into this thing called um rebirth yeah the rebirth yeah i heard about that as well and what happened is the rebirth is ha- kind of happened at the same time as doomsday clock and what happened is the universe was they're they're expanding all the universes back they're, they brought back the multiverse and we come to find out that the this the universe there in the new 52 is a separate it's not the same Superman from from before New 52. So they ended up merging uh, like the Rebirth Superman is New 52 Superman and the old Superman that we know merge into one character. Batman hmm. merged, like all of them merged and they became a whole new character with both histories being a thing. And then after Doomsday Clock, every history of every character is canon now. Ah, now I get it. Okay, so now everything kind of is is good Connected. now because there's just multiverses. So like, it, d- yeah. does every canon story have like a different Earth now? Like one through zero through fifty two, basically. No, it's it's it used to be zero. They tried to make it zero to fifty two, but that was too much. So it's zero to infinity. Ah, so everything's canon. Like for example, like the Batman animated TV show exists. I forgot what Earth it was. I have the books. It's downstairs. I have the books somewhere. But like they tell you what Earth the animated series is on, and there's this book called Multiversity. I think you should check it out. Like there's this group of superheroes who jump from universe to universe, meeting the different versions. Like Batman Beyond is met, like different flashes are met. That's like, cool though, as fuck. Yeah, that, no, that's dope as shit. Like even um, I don't know if you saw last year when Ezra Miller's Flash and Grant Gustin from the TV show met. No, I, I heard about it, but I was never too big into the DC uh, CW shows. shows. Yeah, the CW shows. Are- I watched I- Arrow for a little bit, and I could once I realized that the the when they brought back 
what's her face that died on the boat? I went uh, back to that oh, first episode. Laurel? Yeah, Black Canary. It's, oh, okay, I thought she was Black Canary. I don't know. I got them confused. Yeah. So one of the Canaries. That when, when Laurel came back, I was like, this bitch doesn't look the same. I went back to episode <laughs> one. I'm like, I it's was not- right. It's a different <laughs> bitch. And so I was like, fuck this show. If y'all y'all don't even know what y'all were doing from the first episode, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. But it's canon now and exists in the comic book universe. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Yeah. The CW show is canon now. (laughs) The CW show's canon. Oh, fuck (laughs) out. Oh, my God. So, does that mean that the fucking uh, Justice League movie's canon too? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ben Affleck, Batman. Oh, shit. That's amazing. So, how did they. Because I didn't get that from reading the shit. Like, you know, you turn the page and they're all there. I thought they were just all back. I didn't know yeah. that it necessarily meant that all their stories were true. Like, how did they explain that shit in the comic? I don't remember. It, it, I don't know. Not, not in Doomsday Clock, but for example, like, um, the, the, the thing with DC and the problem people have with DC is, like, you have to read so much different books. To, oh, like, my God. To get the shit. Cause like, because it's a multiverse, like, some obscure book might have the explanation of what's happening in the main storyline. But yeah. That's what I noticed with Dark Knight's Metal, dude. Like, I looked up the reading order, and it's like, yeah, you got to read Dark Knight's Metal 1, 2. I'm like, and then you got to read Teen Titans 16, then Nightwing 32. (laughs) Then you go back to the Metal 3. Then you read all these weird-ass one-offs. And then you go, yeah, yeah, oh, my God. Like, I love it um, because the stories are great, but I bought a book. Like I went to the I went to Tate's and I'm like yo I, w- I really want to get into the Batman who laughs and shit like where do I start how do I read the Dark Knight Metal stuff and he's like well you can do the Dark Days which leads up to the Dark Knight Metal or you could just start at Metal and I'm like well I mean how relevant is the info and he's like well you know if you want to get a good idea then I would read it but if you just want to get to the good then you would start here and I'm like well what should I do I- I'm asking you he's like ah you know like he didn't give me a fucking straight answer because there's like three books to pick from he's like well if you just like the Batman who laughs and I would just read the ones there and I was like no I kind of want to get the whole story he's like oh okay then start here but and I look up the reading list and the first book he told me is actually the one that I should have started with so now yeah. I'm just like fuck it I'm just gonna do a Star Wars style read through it and then I'll go back and read it like a fucking yeah. prequel you know what I mean it is a lot Star Wars. how do you feel about Star Wars uh I've <laughs> this is blasphemy but i've never seen the original three i grew up on the prequels <laughs> so my first star wars was phantom menace and i loved it i loved my it fir- i my loved first clone star wars, wars. Phantom menace too. okay okay yeah. so i'm not alone and, and not that i don't like the old movies or whatever like i couldn't it's just i've played all the lego star wars games like i get it i know what happens all right like yeah. I, I can't see myself sitting through a, an old ass movie like that uh, that just to get that a story like- that i already know because uh, like I recently watched The Godfather for the first time, like a few months ago. Oh, and yeah. I thought it was phenomenal, even though some of the effects were cheesy and stuff. The story kept me so engaged, and like I feel like I've already heard the Star Wars story so many times. I'm not your, I'm your father. No, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like how many times can I watch R two D two go beep 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 beep? Yeah, you know what right? I mean? Like like dead ass. Like I'm I had because um on the podcast we're doing Mandalorian episodes. And my friend, my homeboy, he's a avid Star Wars fan. And I'm like, okay, I saw Phantom Menace first. Then I was like, this is cool. I like pod racing, right? To see that as black. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't, you can't be a fan of pod racing. <laughs> but then I watched, um, when I was 14, 15, I ended up watching A New Hope. Um, I watched Emperor Strikes, Empire Strikes Back and the last one, Return of the Jedi or whatever. I was like, okay, this is 
Did you like them? But, like, how did you feel about them? Oh, shit. No, it was just like nothing special? Yeah, like the fr- Okay, so... You liked Phantom Menace better? Be honest. No, no, no. Oh, okay, I didn't like okay, okay, right. I liked... I, I, I did not like A New Hope. Really? Yeah. I liked Empire Strikes Back. I see why people say it's the best one. But, like, it's good. But, like, it's not dick-sucking good. Like, people suck Star Wars dick. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I, I can't. <laughs> okay, okay. So you don't really, you don't really, um, are not like an avid Star Wars fan like your homeboy. But yeah, but the thing is, I started watching the newer ones that just came out a few years ago. Oh, don't tell I'm me like, you like those. People hate them, right? Yeah, they're awful. And I'm like, but you guys like the originals. It's the same shit. <laughs> That's the thing, though, isn't it? But like, it's one thing to do it when it's never been done. Yeah, it's so another that, thing to jip off your own series. But the thing is, so so that happened with um with whatever the one that copied the first one, like um the one the first the first the first remake. There's right? a, a couple YouTube videos that explain it, like how this one is just a new hope all over again. Or yeah, the, um, what the fuck is it called? Whatever it's called, right? The first one. It's a, one, new, right? it's a Seven? new hope all over. Um, it's a new hope. The all one over. where what's his face dies. Um, Han Solo, oh, yeah. And then the other one came out, The Last Jedi, which is completely different than anything they've ever seen before, and they all hate it, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. You know, I didn't even. I've only seen seven, so I'm not gonna say sit here and. I know I just said that they're trash, but I'm just going off what other people say. I shouldn't do yeah, that. But the thing is, like, eight came out, and everyone was like, "Oh no, this is not the Star Wars I know. This is trash." And I'm like, "But I just said seven was a ripoff." They gave you a new story, but now this is trash. Yeah. No, I mean, you're not going to please the hardcore fans. That's the thing. You're never going to please them. And then I saw episode nine, and I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. And they're like, oh, no, this is, they're trying to course correct episode eight. It's too late. This is trash. (laughs) Do you know the whole franchise is not that good? (laughs) I mean, once you get to nine, like, do we need nine movies? Exactly. Like, I think six was fine. Like, I think what they did was awesome, dude. The prequels was a dope concept. Like, there's, it's, it, it, fewer franchises. Episode is the best one. No, it is, for sure. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, and, and I think, I think Star Wars gets a lot of hype because it really has some really dope lore. There's very deep lore. The planets, the animals, lightsabers are the coolest fucking thing ever. The force is too force lightning like there's a lot of cool shit in star wars but realistically the movies aren't i don't think they're the coolest thing i mean force unleashed games are the the shit the new um fallen order is awesome um the knights of the old republic the old battlefront games for the ps2 not the new ones yeah um like there's a lot of shit that i grew up on star wars on that wasn't the movies like you know so i think that's kind of the re and i hear the books and the comics are cool um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna read the books, but like, yeah, I, I heard the same thing. So like, it's like the the movies themselves spawn all these all these things, but the movies themselves aren't that great. Yeah, I mean, um, like I said, I haven't. I can't speak for what I haven't seen, but I have seen a New Hope, and I saw the the three prequels, and I saw Seven, and um, it's cool. Like, I did don't. Watch, did you see Rogue One? Uh, I heard great things about it, but no. It's to me, it's the second best one after after Episode Three. <gasps> Uh, oh, so you think episode three is better than uh, Empire Strikes Back? Yes. Oh, okay. Cause, okay. Because I I tried to watch episode I tried to watch Empire Strikes Back uh, was earlier this year or late last year, right? Mm-hmm. And 
up until the point where Vader shows up and they have that whole sequence and Luke shows up with, oh, I'm your father, that movie is boring as fuck. Empire Strikes Back, for real? It's boring as fuck, bro. Like, There's, like, no action and stuff? I've never like, seen it. There, there, there is, but it's, like, fucking shitty 80s action, right? <laughs> but, like, but not, like, the, but not like the good... 70s action, actually. But exactly, but not, like, the good action, right? It's, like... um. For example, I, I, I had never seen Alien, right? The movie Alien? Yeah, yeah, until this year. So I watched it. I haven't seen it like, either. Oh, you should watch it. I'm like, this movie was made in 77. I'm like, this is going to be terrible. But my <laughs> homie was like, watch it, right? Alien, phenomenal. Aliens 2 called Aliens, even better. And I'm For like, okay. Real? So I'm not just being um, a, a, a hipster. Star Wars is just not that good. <laughs> right, okay. Because I can watch, like I saw, um, I watched Blade Runner, the original, right? And I'm like, okay, I see why people like this. So it's, so it's, it's Star Wars. It's not me. <laughs> There's only one common denominator. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I feel you. And that's what I was going to say is like, I can, um, I like movies from the 70s. Like I said, I like The Godfather. And one of my favorite movies of all time is The Warriors. That movie came out in 79. 79. I haven't seen The Warriors. You haven't seen The Warriors? You recommend? Yeah, I recommend The Warriors, man. That's my pin. It's been, it's one of those movies that gets referenced in so much media that it's nuts and you would never know it if you've never seen it. But Family Guy has a bunch of references for The Warrior. Like, there's so many TV shows that have references, so many legendary lines. There's legendary lines in that movie, dude. When, when I look up movies, like older movies, and I see like these websites with their rankings, I'm like, you guys are fucking liars, right? Because right. <laughs> like, for example, beca- because I I'm wonder what space, that movie has on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to look that up while you I'm, I'm, go I'm on. I'm going to look right it up. Because <laughs> like my thing is when I, when I, because I do YouTube now, right? It has a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. A 90? Yeah. See, I told you. Great movie. Yeah. I might check it out because- my thing, and it's an hour and a half. I can knock this out easy, and it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's a cheap movie. I mean, it's I mean, it's a short movie. That's my thing. Like for example, be- oh, because wow. I start I start doing YouTube, right, and I start getting to a world of reviews and people's opinions online. Yeah, I'm finding out a lot of these people are just like parrots repeating what somebody else said. Like a lot of these people haven't seen certain movies, they haven't watched certain things. They're like, oh, like for example, you told me the Warriors is good, right? I could go ahead and I could give you a, I could read the synopsis of the Warriors and I could give you a whole review on the movie without ever seeing it. Right. And I've been noticing like a few people, they do that because they just repeat what they've heard before and haven't actually seen the movie. So like when people recommend, like when people around our age recommend me old movies, I'm like, shut up. You haven't seen this shit, right? Right. But, but if I know you, like I, I know you now, like I'll be like, okay, I'll watch it. But if it's like a blog or a YouTube channel, I'm like, nigga, shut up. Like you haven't seen this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. There's only, there's only certain old movies that really hold up. Like I'm not going to say Definitely. that Definitely. they don't have good stories or anything, but I'm talking about like graphic wise and stuff. And I love practical effects. 
But yo, like I watched Nightmare on Elm Street on Halloween. Like it was nighttime, yeah. raining, perfect environment. It was me and my girl. I wasn't scared at all the whole time. <laughs> and as a kid, I was goddamn terrified Petrified, of right? Freddy yeah. Krueger. Like I, I would go to parties, you know, and then the kids would hang out, but they were a little bit older than me. They're like, yo, we're going to put on fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm like, well, I'm going to go hang out with the adults because like <laughs> I'm not sitting through that shit. I wouldn't do it. And then now I pop it on. I'm thinking like, oh, man, my childhood. Like I was a little scared. Not going to lie. Yeah, right. The, in the back of my head. Yeah. The PTSD was all coming back like Vietnam <laughs> yeah. flashbacks and shit. And I, pss, man, it was funny as hell to me, actually. Like I thought some of the that's, scenes were funny that, as hell. That's what happened to me with the original it. The original it TV thing. Oh, you didn't think that was scary? I thought it was scary. Oh, no, as as a kid, I was petrified. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Then I watched it as a adult. I'm like, <laughs> I beat this nigga ass, right? <laughs> Yo, I don't know. I have to watch that one. The first, the the movie actually kind of creeped me out. The first the one, the new, the new one, right? Yeah, the first, the first one. The second one, yeah. I walked out. I I literally <laughs> went to the theaters to watch it too, and I was yeah. bored to tears. I walked out. I didn't even watch it. It was like I, I was. I, I saw reviews and I'm like, okay, like, cause you, cause two years ago you guys were sucking the dick of the first one. Yeah, the first one was oh, I mean, it was basically writing off the coattails of Stranger Things. Oh, it was fucking freak, half so, like, the same cast, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the first one, so I, when I saw the reviews of the second, I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my time. Yeah, I, I, I just it was a date, you know, like oh, yeah. nothing else looks good, and then 30 minutes in, I'm like, yo, I'm dead ass falling asleep. Let's get out of here, dude. <laughs> like, I really I, and I love the first one like I thoroughly enjoyed no, I, it I, I did I did myself I, I love the first one I, I like the reimagine because because I, I watched the original and I can't rewatch it like the original from the 90s that shit's just terrible to me right but this new it I love the first one I wasn't too scared but I loved it regardless yeah. like you said it's it's biting off Stranger Things yeah it's got a great uh, 80s soundtrack I mean yeah. there, there, are, there are some legitimately creepy moments um, oh yeah and no, then no, when Penny, you, the guy who plays Pennywise oh yeah I, superb at first I thought it was gonna be shit but yeah <clears throat> um uh, he was actually pretty creepy looking. And yeah. uh, when you go back and look at the Easter eggs, like the the lady in the library that was just smiling behind the fat oh, kid the whole time, bro, I was I found that out like last week. I was watching a YouTube video on it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't yeah. even realize there was a lot of creepy shit that was really really subtle. Uh, it was almost like a haunting type thing where that yeah. that episode that's all one shot and the the chicks uh, in the back uh, sometimes um, 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 haunting Hill of Hill House. House. Yeah, yeah. It was it was almost like that where like if you didn't know you just didn't know but then you you someone tells you you're like what and it's like real creepy it creeps you out almost F in the moment. Funny story about Haunting of Hill House, right? That new um, one sucked. I have I have um because I do my YouTube channel I, I do reviews I have early access to with Netflix Hulu HBO that's cool certain studios right so I got Hill House early like I, I got it like a month early right the show the yeah. the first season right. The first season. So I got the first season a month early. And so they, cause they give you a chance to give, that's something like the little guy never has a chance, right? Cause like if, if let's say you just start a YouTube channel, you want to do a video, by the time you finish watching it and you post your video, it's going to be like 30,000 people who got it early, right? So I'm watching it and I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing this, right? It took me about three months to watch the show. Why? But cause it was just so fucking creepy, bro. Like, <laughs> Like, I gotta rewatch it because huh? I remember being creeped out, but I only sat through it once. Like I, I wonder if I'm gonna be just as creeped out the second I, time. And sit through it. Like I had to watch it in blotches. Like if I watch one episode this week, I watch another one next week. Like I, and it got to the point where I was like, okay, this shit's fucking scary as fuck. Yeah. And to, I, I finally finished it this year, like the last episode. 
fuck. Because my thing is like, I, it took me so long to get through it. And I jumped on YouTube and I'm like, I, I saw it pretty much everybody who did a video on Hill House. Million views, a million views, a million views. And I just couldn't get through it because I was so fucking scared, right? <laughs> God damn, bro. You should have powered through, man. I should have. But like, my thing is, I, I tend to watch TV and movies. I live alone, so I watch that shit. Dark as fuck, right? Ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, the whole experience. And it was just like, my thing was, if it was just the scares, I would have been like, I'd have powered through the scares. But it was, it was sad, too. Yeah. So, like, I'm yeah. like, fuck, but I can't deal with these intense-ass emotions. Yeah, it was a tragic story. <laughs> uh, yeah, because... One one moment I'll be like my heart will break, and then the fucking mint neck lady pops up right. Uh, I'm like, oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah. The show, and then they dropped the ball so hard. Season two, Bly Manor. Oh my god! I I didn't even finish it. I, I, I me and my girl got to like episode five, and I'm like, you know what? You can take it. I'm good. I'm done. I'm done here. You can finish. Surprisingly it enough, episode five is when the show gets better. It, it, it's never get. It's never. No, as I good watched as episode House. five. That's the one where where the 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 bald lady and the the dude like are like traveling in time or somewhere and shit like that. Yeah, and we find out they, they keep the waking died. up in the same day or something. Yeah, yeah, and the crack in the ceiling is like her like her head or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's real weird, but I but didn't ov- like it overall. It's, it's not. It's it's not as good as Hill House. No, not, not at all. It's not. It's not. Scary I saw at all. it coming from a mile away. Like w- once they introduced the 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 dead guy character, I was like, every time the little kid's being a dick, it's that dead guy. It's not yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Right? Immediately, he, I was like, every time, it's definitely not the little kid. Because even before the little, even before he was revealed, like you could be like, okay, he's getting possessed. There's something. There's something that's happening, happening here. And by the end of the by the end of the season, I'm like, okay, it's it's cute. It's a love story, right? Yeah, it's a love story. They forgot about it being scary, dude. It wasn't scary at all. I'm yeah, no, right. just that first couple jump scares with the glasses guy. Yeah, and then the glasses guy. The and funny then, part is he, he never shows up again. I know, it's only a couple times. And then they have yeah. that whole little backstory where he gets I, out of the once car. Once the backstory happens, we never see him again. Yeah, that's it. She's like, I'm over it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I hated it, dude. I was so... I was like, dude, she cucked that guy. Like... Like right? totally fucking fucked him over. Like basically pity killed dated him. him. <laughs> yeah, pity dated him and then killed him. <laughs> fucking and and then she's like, yeah, but I'm good now. It's, and but I'm fine care, now. Do you care about spoilers for that show? No, no. She's I told like, you I gave she, up. Fuck that. She's gay. Yeah, yeah, right. She's she's yeah. she fucks the gardener or whatever. She likes yeah. the gardener. <laughs> so, but I'm like. So is this show supposed to be scary, or is this show about a, a girl getting over her ex and and dating a gardener? That's what is. You know what about, I mean? Like it's about moving on in some shit like that. And I'm like, and then uh, randomly she gets choked by the lady in the lake. I was like, oh, it's getting good. Nope, never see that brought again. Oh, oh, <laughs> a lady has tuberculosis and then she wills herself to not die. No, I'm not gonna <laughs> die. It's like, bitch, that's not how TB works. You feel me? Like. Like yo, <laughs> she moved herself man. to not die, dead ass. Duh, that's not how it works, man. But that show was a fucking hot mess, man. I'm, I'm so sad they, they dropped were. the ball. Uh, there were, but the the guy, the the, the um, Mike Flanagan, the one behind it, says his next one is legit. <laughs> <laughs> what happened this time? Ah, oh, my bad, bro. I dropped the ball on that one. You're right. No, no. He, he said this one when he was um. Cause he does he does a bunch of good horror horror shit, right? You know what it is, man. You know what it yeah. is for real. You you know what it is that people aren't saying is what it is. It's this whole culture of we gotta include people in our media now. I think that's what it is. Like, it, oh, it's a story about lesbian lovers, and it's because yes. for the sake of inclusion, like, 
look, we have a Netflix show too. You know what I mean? Yeah, Black. no, that's that's exactly what it is. And it's like, come on, dog. Because we live we live in a society where um, you gotta please everybody. It's not about quality; it's about inclusion. Which, right. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of inclusion if you do it right. Like yeah. if you're doing if you're included if you're doing inclusion, if it makes sense for the story. Yes, there you go. There you go. If it makes sense and for the you, story, man. If, it's like if, Watchmen sequel. We're gonna make Doctor Manhattan black because inclusion. It's like the motherfucker's blue. <laughs> the thing is, if you if you if you do it right, and you if the story's around, if 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 they're if you're inclusive within the story, it works. But if the story revolves around the inclusion, right? It, to me, it's like I wanted to like I wanted to watch this like Hill House, like I say Hill House, Blind Manor. Yeah, I want to watch a scary movie or a scary show. Yeah, if she, the main character is lesbian, she is a lesbian. Doesn't matter. As but long as the, the show, shit's scary. Yes, the show is not about her being a lesbian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. Once you make it about her being a lesbian or whatever, I'm out. Yeah, it doesn't become an interesting show at that point. It kind of just yeah. becomes like preachy in a bit, in a, in a weird exactly. way. Exactly. And I'm, I'm like, I'm out. I'm, I'm checking out because mm. at that point, I'm like, okay, like you're, you're not going to tell me anything. Like, I'm the same way. Tell, yeah, you're not going to tell me anything about it. Like, I, it. And it gets to the point where it's like, uh, and I know we have to have it. We, we have to be inclusive. That's that's a given. Like, I, I, I like inclusivity as well. Like, I'm I'm a, I'm a nigga. Like, I, I like to see myself on screen too, right? Right. <laughs> but if it becomes like like this movie I, I saw called The Green Mile, right? This nigga is black, gay, um, eclectic, and I'm just sitting here like, and he's a he's a He's one of those people who traveled through the South and, and stood up in the front of racism to try to prove a point. And I'm sitting here like, like, why? And then it's supposed to be based on a true story, but then his family sued the shit out of him because like, that's not what happened at all, right? <laughs> Man, these movies, bro, they'll do anything to make it fit the script, though. No, don't, definitely, definitely. Um, but when going back to the, uh, the Watchmen topic real quick before we wrap yeah. up... Um, do you think they could ever make Doomsday Clock into a movie? Because I feel like it'd be dope as hell to get a, a Watchmen sequel finally. Um, I don't think they'll make it into a movie if only because... Like, that would be way better than Justice League, dude. If they did it right, that could be the ultimate setup for the for the DC movie. Multiverse, universe. yeah. But, they, but they're not going to do it because it's going to take a lot of, like... They, I feel like they, they try to make comic movies as simple as fuck. So like to to introduce the multiverse and Doctor Manhattan and the, who who's this character who's that character and putting all that like because these Hollywood and stuff when it comes to superhero movies they're like bro like just give me Batman throwing the same story and let's make money but look at Zack Snyder and what he did with Watchmen like he did it really really no, well that's if the thing, you like, watch if the they, director's if, cut it's so faithful to the to the graphic novel I was shocked. If they would leave Zack Snyder alone, Zack Snyder is my favorite, one of my favorite directors. If they just leave that nigga alone to do his shit. That's why I'm so excited for the Snyder Justice League cut because oh I didn't bro. hate Justice League as much as everyone else did. I, I didn't hate it. I, I thought it was a fun movie. It was a tad long, but it was a fun movie. And I'm excited for the Snyder cut. I'm, I'm excited for because my thing is my favorite superhero movie of all time is Man of Steel, the Zack Snyder movie. Mm, okay. I, I, I skipped that, that one. Batman vs. Superman, love it. Yeah, right? I thought it was great. But, I thought it was good. I wouldn't say great. But, I thought it was good. But then the thing is, 
the director cut is better. Zack Snyder. My thing with Zack Snyder is I didn't the director see the cut is cut. always fucking better. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, leave the nigga in his work alone. But then that's the thing is you get rid of Zack Snyder and then you bring in Joss Whedon, which is like literally the like you said, it's almost like the Jeff Johns to the Alan Moore, like yeah. the antithesis <laughs> it, it, of exactly the Zack Snyder movie, and you're like, yeah, let's make it peachy. It's like it's and not it's what like, it is. Movie. But and, and it's conflicted and I think the director's cut added because one of the critiques that I heard about the movie was that it was it seemed choppy, like it was cutting back and forth a lot. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that the director's cut filled in a lot of what seemed choppy, like filled what, in a lot of that info. What Zach What Zach Snyder said is it's not going to be choppy because he's throwing out auto Whedon scenes. All the what? Uh, auto Joss Whedon scenes. He's taking them all out. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like there's not even a frame of Josh's in his movie. Oh, and then I think another thing that kind of fucked it up was uh, the whole Superman mustache thing. That was jo- that's a Joss thing. Cause that, it, oh, that he, was a Joss thing? Oh, because yeah, of reshoots. Cause, yeah, because Zack Snyder, he finished his movie. Oh. And, it, and his, his daughter died, so he had the, the movie over to the studio and went to the, take care of his family shit. His and daughter then, died, dude? Yeah, his daughter killed herself. Yeah. Oh, that's heavy, so he, man. That's heavy as fuck. So he how, had to step how old away. was she? Um... In her twenties. Oh fuck! Why yeah, would she early, do early that? 20s. I'm gonna look into that. That's yeah. I don't even know what Zack Snyder looks like. Oh no, he's a skinny white guy. <laughs> Damn, his daughter killed herself, dude. So he had to step away from the movie. That's fucking nuts. It's nuts. So he stepped away, and imagine you spent all these years from like 2011 working on this universe from Man of Steel that came out in 2013, BVS. You you worked on some of Wonder Woman like. The action sequences of Wonder Woman, he was the cinematographer behind them, right? And he he laid the groundwork for Aquaman movie and he did um Justice League, Your Daughter Dies, which is fucking crazy as fuck, oh, right? No, so it's dark as shit. So you step away because you have to. Well, of course. And then you come back and they fucking butcher your fucking movie. No, that's that's that sucks. And cause Henry Cavill was like, he he did he did Justice League, he's done filming. Now he's filming Mission Impossible and he yeah. has his mustache. Yeah. And they're like, we need you for reshoots, cut the mustache. But then he has a contract with fucking the, the Mission Impossible people, he can't cut the mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then you have the fucking weird ass face in the beginning. <sighs> it's just like they really uh, fucking dropped the ball, the studio they did. did. They should have delayed it a bit and let Zach come back and, and, and finish his fucking movie. Yeah, for but sure. Zach's movie was three and a half hours long. It is what it is, man. The Watchmen director's cut is that much and it was phenomenal. Yeah, and that, I think it's a little. Hours. I, now, when I rewatch it though, sometimes I do skip over the Black Freighter stuff, not gonna lie. No, I do. I do e- even, when I, uh, even when I was reading the comic, when it would get to the part where it was the Black Freighter, I'm like, ah, oh, man, how many pages of this shit? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, dog. I'm like, I get it. It's a metaphor, right? I don't care about the fucking pirates. Yeah. Just, I mean, what happens next? And that's why I didn't like the HBO show because I saw a clip where they have Ozymandias like farting or like shitting himself or something like that uh, in the church. He's standing oh. there and he like sh- farts on himself or shits himself or some shit. Uh, it's like, okay. bro, the motherfucker's a genius, dog. Put some respect no, on Ozymandias' they, they, name, dog. Huh? Have you seen the show? No. I will tell you this, right? Like, the the marketing behind the show is fucking terrible. Because I was thinking, I thought the same thing you did. And as I started watching it, I'm is like, Manhattan oh. in it at all? Yes. Is it the same guy? Yes. Interesting. Okay, now I'm interested. The, no, he's not. He's, he's the same black actor, but he's he, he does become blue. 
No, no, no. I'm saying, is it the same like voice actor? Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is um from the movie? No, not from the movie. Huh. It's the the thing is um at the, the like when when you start watching, you're confused as fuck because I'm like, okay, why like why is he black? Right? What's happening here? But by the by the last two episodes, you're Wait, like, Doctor Manhattan's like, black. No, no, he's he's not black. He's he's a he he's played by a black actor, right? And, which is fine. And at first, I was confused. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but like, I will oh, say man. the last two. Is episodes, it really worth watching though? Like, yes. Is it canon? Yes. It is. Yes. Does it's it? The, it's God the official sequel. Damn it. It's the official sequel to, to the, the movie comic, to the comic to the comic book. Fuck out of here. So, what is yeah. Doomsday Clock then? Um. Because Jeff John says it's not a sequel, but it's a fuck. You start directly after, motherfucker. This this one sets in like it, it follows the. It, it's more the TV so, show is more of a sequel because it actually deals with the squid thing, the aftermath of the squid. Oh. Yeah, and we find out we find out Ozzy's plan, like his his his. Det- we find out so much about Ozzy, and we see what the the ramifications. Like they find Rorschach's journal and they so, published it. So oh uh, so. Fuck! Now I gotta watch it. <laughs> God damn it! That sounds no, my, good. My thing, my thing, it, it's because if you if you look at the reviews online, because like, I don't want to get an HBO or HBO subscription, bro. That's pretty much the only reason I haven't seen it. <laughs> but I, I recommend it though, because I saw it. I'm oh, like, fuck. okay, the first few episodes, like, I'm kind of confused. But even as far as the Minutemen and their history, all that ties into the fucking show, right? Mm. And I'm sitting here like, okay, but like, the last two episodes, legit jaw-dropping like holy shit is alan more involved at all in the show no he's you know Alan. he's like fuck that don't don't whatever my thing but it's um david lindelof he did um the fuck did this nigga do damn dog i thought i could get away with not watching the show now i want to it's good it's good like i love the aftermath of what rorschach's rorschach kind of created like in that universe he kind of created um the art right in a sense because oh. now they don't believe in big government and shit like that because like he exposed yeah of course yeah damn so like, that's that's holy fucking shit hard. right so are some of the same characters still in it uh, silk specter and she's the, the, the same actress who played her in the movie also is in it oh the yeah. white chick the one um what's her name what the fuck is her name not the not the mom right um is it the mom or are you talking about the mom not the mom I okay, the, the younger one, right? The younger the one. The daughter, she's yeah. She's older because okay. this, well, yeah. tw- this is set in 2019. Oh. Huh. Yeah. What, man? This Now, God damn it. Now I'm curious. But, but like you have, like it's set in 2019, after, like years after the, the, the squid shit, right? But then there is, an, there is parts of it that shows you, like there's a survivor of the squid thing in the show. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And like. Damn it. God damn it! it sounds good. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you. Know, that's that's the thing is, I when I went into reading the book, I went off the movie, so I'm expecting the end. Oh yeah, they're gonna do the whole nuke thing. Doctor Manhattan was behind oh, it. No, they, they did the squid thing and then I the see, I turn the page, and it's some giant fucking eye squid monster thing. I was like, what the fuck? This isn't yeah. the movie. And it, t- <laughs> it totally threw me for a loop. Uh, it was very uh, cool. Trust me, like if you if you if you like the comic, mm, I love it. Is a, this is a satisfying sequel. At first, you're gonna be like, at first, like it's TV show, so like the first few episodes, you're like ah, where's this going? Right? How does it really tie in? 
but the, like the last two three episodes fucking ties in so much shit you're like holy shit this all makes sense should i just watch the last three then no you have to watch the first god three. damn it because oh, <laughs> it, it has to build up to why these people matter all right all right and, ulti- and ultimately it's dr manhattan doing dr manhattan things with time and shit like that i gotta see it then all right i'll check it out and then uh like i said man if you ever do anything uh on Watchmen or anything like that, I, no, uh, I'd be I'm, psyched I'm, to be a part of it. Eventually, I'm going to. Like, I, I'm thinking about starting a series because, like, right now, um, I'm like, 2020 has been shit, right? So, yeah. like, there's no new things, and the things that are coming out on Netflix and TV shows kind of like <sighs> The Boys was I'm, awesome. Th- no, The Boys is great, right? Fucking awesome. I, my, th- I should have did more videos on The Boys. What ended up happening this year is, um, I felt like t- it got to the point where I was so fucking tired of like. The whole YouTube grind. That's like, a lot, I'll, man. I'm just, gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna watch the boys and enjoy it for myself. Yeah, no, I feel you, Brian. I'm, I'm. Because uh, the fact days. that you're in episode 115, bro, I'm like, it's a lot. I mean, yeah. I've been doing it since February 2018, but every week, you know, it's not always been a different guest. Like, there's a lot of repeat guests, you know, friends no, of, of mine that I have on a lot. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about consistency, man. I try and remain as consistent as possible. That's but my, that's like, like that's I missed my, last week. I was just lazy. I'm like, man, I don't have a guest booked. I don't feel like doing this shit last minute and half-assing an episode. I'd rather yeah. wait and do the one with you. I was going to book you for last week, but I'm like, again, I don't want to half-ass it. I want to get, you know, do my homework yeah, no, and this and that. Exactly. Cause that's uh, my thing. Like, um, my, my biggest thing with, with growth of whether it's a podcast or whether it's on a YouTube channel is consistency. And like my shit, I, I'm st- like, if you check my YouTube channel, I get views like 400,000 here, 300,000 here, whatever, but I'm not consistent for shit. Like I haven't did a video in almost two months. Right. Right. That's not but good. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not good. Cause the algorithm swallows you. Cause I tried to drop a video last week. That shit died. I just deleted it. Right? <laughs> it sucks, man. It's a bop, man. I leave them up. I say, fuck it. I got videos on my shit with like 14 views it is what it is you know yeah I, I, the I audio should, version gets more listens like i said i always started like that but it's like why not put it on youtube it's easy for everyone to listen to it but um yeah surprisingly i mean yo we're already at an hour 15 man um oh, shit. let's do some plugs man let's uh where can people find your your show your podcast your youtube channel all that and uh let's get the fuck out of here all right, you guys can find me on YouTube at The Bin Zone. You can find me on Instagram, same thing. Twitter, same thing. My podcast is on Apple, Spotify, um, shit, everything, like fucking Google, fucking Anchor, whatever. It's it's all there. So that one's the Magical Negro podcast. It's um, it's a lot funnier than my YouTube videos because I can I can say shit like like people who dick suck shows, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you guys can find me there. Bin Zone everywhere and magical negro on podcast all right for sure make sure you guys subscribe to his youtube channel follow him on uh spotify with the podcast apple uh podcast all there make sure y'all follow him on instagram all of that um and twitter now i i'm recently i recently got on twitter if you don't follow me on twitter it's uh the throne pod that's uh, our twitter Uh handle follow us there if you don't follow us on instagram the underscore throne underscore podcast and then facebook same thing facebook.com slash the throne podcast um pretty much anywhere that we uh upload podcasts you're gonna find us apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, all that shit we're no longer on soundcloud though uh as of this month i'm taking the episodes down from soundcloud um i'm paying money to keep them up there and i'm um, just not getting the same clout 
that I was before. It's on Spotify. There's plenty of ways to listen to it now. So get get it while you can on SoundCloud because it's going to be gone after uh, November. Um, other than that, Chalana, thank you so much for coming no on the no show, problem. man. Uh, I'm really excited to do a guest spot on your show. I, it's already confirmed for Watchmen. So oh no, definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm waiting what, for that what, call. What, 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 we're gonna get that once <laughs> once I get that. I'm gonna work that in. What I'm gonna work that. Because I'm telling you, you're not gonna find anybody that's obsessed with this shit like me. Because I'm freshly obsessed with it. Hasn't gotten old yet. Yeah. Because yeah. no, so, after I'm kind of re- I'm trying to get back on my YouTube grind. Yeah. Which I think after this week, after Thanksgiving, I'm gonna jump back in. Yeah. Because I think I think two months is way too long, right? Yeah. It's about <laughs> you know get the Thanksgiving dinner in and then and yeah. then have fun with it. Get get in there fresh, uh, and ready to go, man. Don't don't make it so that it it feels like a chore, like homework, because. Yeah, I've that, had those interviews. Break, it got to the point where it felt that way. It felt that, yeah, and that's the worst, bro. That's when you really don't want to, uh, you know, do it because then it kills your drive to do it, and then you hate it, and then exactly. it's not fun anymore. So make sure y'all go support, man. Give them a reason to come back after two months, and um, make sure y'all follow the show. And you know, I'll be back next week with another guest, Chalana. Um, if you know anyone that would be down to do an interview, man, shoot them my way. Uh, and anytime you want to come back, just hit me up. All right, no problem. I see. I see my list of connects. I see, and I'll send them your way. Boom! Thanks, man. And we're off the.